RadioInfluence.com. You are in the trenches with former Buccaneers offensive lineman Ian Beckles on Radio Influence. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to In the Trenches. This is Ian Beckles on a beautiful Victory Monday. Starting to get used to these, that is for sure. A lot of Buccaneers get it done. Uh, they beat the the Saints, who have been uh, kind of a thorn in their side for quite a while. Uh, the difference is Tom Brady. I mean, that's that's the long and short of it. Um, is he the only reason why the Buccaneers won yesterday? Absolutely not. I thought the Buccaneers actually played better on defense than they played offensively, although they played well enough offensively. But, you know, Tom Brady coming here, being the difference, bringing that winning attitude to me um, is a majority of it. And we have to start giving some credit to, you know, Bruce Arians, obviously. Uh, Jason Light deserves a lot of credit for putting this team together, uh, piecing this team together throughout the years. And there was times we had no idea what Bruce, uh, what uh, Jason Light was doing, but it kind of came together this year. Like I said, uh, you know, Tom Brady is a good reason why this thing is working. But like, you have to give Bruce Arians some love for you know going out there and getting Tom Brady first and foremost. And Tom Brady wanted to come here. And I, we're seeing why he wanted to come here now. You know, it's chock full of weapons. You know, when you see a game where one week it's uh, Evans, next week it's A.B., and this week it's Cameron Brait is the, is the leading receiver, you know, that's a different type of offense. You you know, and I don't know if anybody can would have been better for this situation than Tom Brady. But Jason Light bringing in Brady, bringing in Gronk, bringing in, you know, A.B., you know, re-signing Sue, re-signing J.P.P., you know, keeping the nucleus of this team together. Uh, they all deserve um, a pat on the back. And it's been since uh, 02, since the last time the Buccaneers went to an NFC Championship game. It's been a while. Uh, and listen, you know, they're playing Sunday at 3 o'clock in Green Bay. It ain't going to be warm. I guess it's a 60% chance of snow and uh, low of 27, high of 30. So it's going to be right around 30 degrees. And um, got to put your big boy pants on. I don't. I could literally teach a class on playing in cold weather. Being from Montreal, Canada, I played in some games that were uh, uh, humans weren't really supposed to be out there. Okay, and I was still out there playing. I was a guy throughout my career that, like, literally people would look to for guidance in cold games. And you know how I dealt with it? Just deal with it. Just almost ignore it. You're better off ignoring it. Like, I ain't going out there with sleeves. I'm not. And I'm ready to fight somebody put sleeves on because <laughs> sleeves can be a liability as an offensive lineman. Just forget about the cold and go out there and play. You know, nobody's died in the cold. Not that cold anyways, okay? Don't worry about it. The worst thing could be is let cold be the reason why you didn't advance to the Super Bowl to play in your city and it's going to be probably 70, 75 degrees here. So nobody wants to hear you belly aching for those three hours. But going through that game yesterday, that Buccaneer game plan, which the game went just the way we thought that the game should have went for the Buccaneers. I, I don't, I, I didn't like the Buccaneers in a shootout. 
I don't think anybody did. Um, the Buccaneers took advantage of Drew Brees and some of his liabilities as he gets older. You know, I did a couple radio shows uh, on Saturday. Um, one was in Toronto and the other one was in Montreal. So everybody's curious about what's happening here in the Bay Area. Uh, one of my reasons why I picked the Buccaneers to win was that, listen, we have two old quarterbacks playing, but I only think one of them showed his age. Drew Brees looked old. He'd been playing old. Tom Brady hasn't been playing old. You know, the Buccaneers have done a wonderful job of first and foremost keeping him upright, keeping him clean, and if you keep Tom Brady clean, you'll always have a chance to win the game. And, you know, once again, Leonard Fournette and Cameron Brait are leading receivers, okay? I don't know if you would have told me that before the game. I would have told you the Buccaneers would have won, but that's the case. And if you're looking at what our de- defense did and Todd Bowles, who was uber aggressive in that game, and I loved going out swinging, okay? If you're going to go out, go out swinging. But Todd Bowles was uber aggressive with his play calling. And if you look at the game, you know, other than they had a big, long putt return and that Jameis pass, the Saints really didn't do a whole lot else. They really didn't. You know, Carlton Davis, you know, took out Michael Thomas. No catches and no targets. You kidding me? Now, our guy, Mike Evans, who is not quite healthy, getting there, uh, only had one catch, but it was a big catch for three yards and touchdown, Okay. Thought he would be a bigger part in in the game plan. And as a whole, we just had more weapons. And to say that, you know, playing against a New Orleans Saints team with Alvin Kamara, you know, Sean Payton calling the plays. Michael Thomas had 150 catches last year. You know, it's, it's saying something, especially in their house. You know, the Bucs didn't play perfect. They didn't. You know, the drop by Godwin in the end zone, um, Chris Godwin makes that catch more often than not. You know, but coming off a game where you had four or five drops, you have to start worrying about that now. You have to start worrying about Chris Godwin and drops going into Green Bay when it, you know, when it gets when it gets cold. So that's just one of our guys. We got a lot of other guys. Scotty Miller all of a sudden resur- resurfacing. A lot of names on offense. And defensively, you know, Devin White is a monster, okay? He was out He was out of control, yet in control. He was frothing at the mouth yesterday. He couldn't wait to play that game. And he was everywhere imposing his will on everybody. And that's greatness to me. Like, I, to me, I saw Hardy Nickerson. I saw Derek Brooks out there yesterday when I saw Devin White out there patrolling uh, the football field. Had an interception, had a fumble recovery, big hits everywhere. And it just, it's it's fun to watch. It's been a long time since the Buccaneers looked that dominant, especially in the playoffs. And it was led by Devin White. And that's why we got Devin White, okay? We got him for that reason. They've missed Vita Vea a little bit. But, you know, Nunez, Rochez actually has been picking his game up a little bit, getting some good penetration, not making a whole lot of plays, but penetration is, ha- is half the battle sometimes. And, you know, when you look at playoff games, 
Everybody wants to be cute. Everybody wants to be high-flying. Everybody, who has the best quarterback? I've always said it, which one in the trenches, which is the name of this podcast. Your games are one in the trenches. All right? You watch that Green Bay game. Green Bay won the game in the trenches by running the football. Yesterday, we didn't run the ball crazy, but, you know, we we attempted more rushes than the Saints. That's the equation. The equation really throughout the whole season, people don't realize it. It's not, you know, throwing for 500 yards, which doesn't happen too often. It's who has the ability to run the ball more. Who attempts more rushes throughout the game. And the Buccaneers had that. The Buccaneers just grinded at them yesterday. They grinded them. Fournette, Rojo's back running hard. That's all we need. It's not about Brady throwing for 400 yards. I don't like that equation. Nobody does. We need to run the football, especially going into Lambeau Field in January. You can't throw the ball 50 times in January in Lambeau Field. Don't, don't do that. So to me, you know, the Buccaneers are changing their mindset at the right time. Okay, their mindset switched a little bit to, you know, let's run the ball a little bit. Let's control this ball. Let's control this game. Let's control this clock. And the Buccaneers are just as hot as anybody else in in football right now. Obviously, they're in the NFC Championship game. And if you look at who's left between the Buccaneers and the Packers and and the Kansas City and Buffalo, those are four great quarterbacks, four great quarterbacks that are left. And it's just going to be who, you know, imposes their will on the other team. Now, Mahomes got in a got a concussion. Lamar Jackson got a concussion on the way out. And listen, AB's limping a little bit. It's January. You're going to be beat up. You know, I don't want anybody going out there and getting hurt, but it's going to be sure hard to keep somebody out of a AFC championship game or an NFC championship game. It's just you got to get out there by any means necessary, no doubt. So the Buccaneers are in a wonderful position. Six weeks ago, I would not have bet my house that they'd be here. But here they are. And people were asking me all week, do they have a good chance of beating the Saints? Or they didn't even ask that. Do you think we can beat the Saints? Yeah. I said, absolutely. I said, if the Bucs beat the Saints, that's not a big, you know, that's not a big upset. It's, it's a three-point spread in their house. And we saw that they, they, the Saints have some flaws, okay? The Saints have some flaws. Now, I'm a big up to, to Drew Brees, who did it the right way throughout his career. I don't know if there's a bad story about Drew Brees. I don't know if there is. Even the stuff that was happening with the Black Lives Matter, Drew Brees was the first athlete I've ever seen, you know, say something and apologize because he realized it was insensitive. Good for you, Drew Brees. Good for you. Good for your wife. Good for everything you've done in this league and representing this league the right way. There's not enough Drew Breeses in the league, that is for sure. But we have Tom Brady, and this is Tom Brady's world, people. I think literally Bruce Arians, Byron Leftwich, I'm just handing them over the keys. This is your world. Let let, Let it go. You call the plays. What are you comfortable with? We're at that point now where, you know, we're talking about somebody is going to, this is a 14th conference final. 14th conference final. I played nine years and didn't even sniff a playoff game. He's 14 conference finals. That's crazy. 
So does he know what it takes? Hell yeah, he knows what it takes. Does he know what is supporting Cass, what he needs from them? Yep. And he's going to let them know. And I promise you, they're going to be prepared. Because you know what they were? They were prepared for this game, for the game last Sunday. And it showed last night. And they beat a pretty darn good Saints team who, you, you, you look at the Saints team, the Saints could have been in the Super Bowl maybe the last eight years, okay? But they always find a way to bow out. But that Saints team, it's a good, it's a good football team. I think they're going to continue to be good for a while, regardless who's a quarterback. They always win, regardless who's in there. Whether it's going to be Jameis or Taysom, I don't know. Taysom didn't, didn't make it to the game. Not sure if, I'm not sure if you can last the whole season running like Taysom does. I'm not sure if they have enough confidence in Jameis. The only thing that bothered me in that game was if you see Jameis Winston lined up on you as a wide receiver, you have to know he's not going to run a route, and you have to know somehow they're going to they're going to pitch him the ball. I would like to have seen them being a little bit more aggressive. Although I didn't know the, the, the defensive call, maybe it was zone. I don't know, but <laughs> in the future, when you see a quarterback out there, attack him. He's gonna, they're going to get the ball in his hand some way, and we all know Jameis wasn't going to run a route because that ain't that ain't his thing. He ain't coordinated enough, and that ain't going to look good if Jameis is running around anytime soon. But other than that, I'm not. I don't even have anything to nitpick about the Buccaneers in the NFC Championship game. You know, I, I saw the line came out already. It's three and a half. They were the three and a half point underdogs in Lambeau Field. You know, in January. <laughs> that's that's a coin flip, people. That's a coin flip. That means we have a pretty darn good chance of getting getting it done, and then. If we do, you know, the first team to ever host a Super Bowl in their backyard, which would be absolutely ridiculous and fitting uh, going through these crazy, crazy COVID times. But I got to rejoice. It is Victory Monday. Hope everybody enjoys themselves as much as uh, I did and everybody uh, around me. Everybody had a great time yesterday. If anybody ever wants to hit me up on email, it's ianbeckles at radioinfluence.com. Please take advantage of that. If you have any questions and uh, listen, you got to enjoy this while you can. This doesn't happen that often. We're back. Hopefully the Buccaneers as an organization are back. And hopefully we'll be talking about this for years to come. But right now it's all about this year. It's all about Brady. It's all about Arians. And let's see if these guys can finish it up. Everybody have a wonderful week. And uh, please be safe. Peace out. You have been in the trenches with Ian Beckles on Radio Influence. Radio Influence strives to bring you excellence in podcasting. We work with personalities like TV chef Brian Duffy, radio personalities like Ian Beckles, news and political pundits like independent journalists Frank and Tracy Beans, experts from the sports world like veteran football scout and coach Chris Landry, pro wrestling personality David Penzer, MMA experts Jason Floyd and Daniel Galvan, and strength and conditioning coach Jeff Crochelle. If you're looking for food, sports, music, entertainment, politics, no matter the topic, Radio Influence has something for everyone. All of Radio Influence's programming can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, and RadioInfluence.com.